Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Injury Report Recap. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it is Thursday, which means that this is, to me, the telling day of the week. Uh, A lot of times, Wednesday's injury report is long, and it's a laundry list of players. Sometimes players just get a day off. Sometimes they're labeled with an injury, but it's really just a day off. Uh, it, it, it's crazy how the NFL seems to work and manipulate these injury reports. But nonetheless, Thursday is the day, in my opinion, where you can really tell where a player is trending. Are they trending to playing that weekend? Or if they're not practicing, how does it look in terms of, is it look good or does it look not so good? So let's dive into this injury report leading up to week six, week six, the game against the Cleveland Browns. We'll start with the Pittsburgh Steelers injury report, a recap of yesterday, Ben Roethlisberger and Stefan Tua did not practice. They were not injury-related. Therefore, they were just given a day off. Uh, Wide receiver Deontay Johnson with a back injury did not participate. Neither did Juju Smith-Schuster with a knee. Marquise Pouncey with a foot did not participate. Neither did David DeCastro with an abdominal injury. Eric Ebron was a new name that hit the list with a hand injury, did not participate. And TJ Watt's shoulder forced him to be limited. Now, there was good news yesterday, and that was Marcus Allen with his foot. His plantar fasciitis was a full participant, and so was Derek Watt. Again, Wednesday's list you have to take with a grain of salt because Thursday's when you really tell what's going on. So let's take a look at Thursday's report, October 15th. Ben Roethlisberger was back, as expected. So was Stefan Tuitt. So now we get into the players that did miss some type of action yesterday, and that would be Deontay Johnson with his back. He was only back in a limited capacity, not a full participant. We'll see after, have to see on Friday, but him getting back on the field is a good sign. Juju Smith-Schuster with his knee was a full participant. He should be good to go. Marquise Pouncey, great news here. Foot injury, no one really knew much about it. Happened late in the fourth quarter in week five against the Philadelphia Eagles. He went off, walked off the field. He was a full participant. That is great news. Eric Ebron, also great news with his hand. He was back to a full participant, and so was TJ Watt with his shoulder. All good news, except David DeCastro, his abdominal injury, did not participate. He was the only player on the Pittsburgh Steelers injury report that did not participate. That was bad news, and it does not look good for DeCastro. I said it yesterday on Wednesday's report. I'll say it again. On Tuesday, Mike Tomlin did not sound optimistic for DeCastro being able to play this Sunday against that Cleveland Browns front. Marcus Allen and Derek Watt, they continue their rehabilitation back from their foot and hamstring injuries, and they were both full participants. So barring a setback between Allen or Watt, it looks like they will have them both back in the lineup at their respective positions on Sunday at Heinz Field. So all in all, pretty good news for the Steelers. Only DeCastro is the only player out The names you're going to have to watch, in my opinion, are Johnson, Deontay Johnson, and then obviously DeCastro. Barring that, the Steelers should have a pretty clean bill of health heading in to Sunday's game. Let's look at the Cleveland Browns side. Yesterday, I recorded without knowing the official injury report for the Browns, so let's run through that. The players that did not participate yesterday for Cleveland, Ronnie Harrison with a concussion, Carl Joseph with a hamstring, Jarvis Landry with hips and ribs, and Jacob Phillips with a knee, Wyatt Teller with a calf. Now, there were a lot of players that were limited. We'll read off those. Olivier Vernon with a groin, J.C. Treader with a knee, Sheldon Richardson, elbow, was limited. Uh, Larry, I can't say that is not (laughs) a Gunjabi abdomen was limited Baker Mayfield with a chest. They're calling it a chest injury. 
I was told it was ribs and maybe even a shoulder. They're calling it a chest. He was limited. Kareem Hunt with a thigh was limited. In defensive tackle, Jordan Elliott with an ankle. He was a full participant, and Tay Davis was limited. It's a long list, but again, just like with Cleveland, or just like with Pittsburgh, I say the same thing. Wednesday's reports you have to take with a grain of salt. Sadly for the Browns, their list got longer on Thursday, not shorter. So listen up to who missed practice for Cleveland on Thursday. Wide receiver Odell Beckham was sent home because of an illness, did not participate. Look, they're not taking this stuff lightly. If someone comes in with any type of symptoms of anything, they're going to send him home. And because of that, he didn't practice. Who knows if he'll be back in the facility on Friday. That's something to keep an eye on. He's a number one receiver for them. Uh, another player, Ronnie Harrison, did not participate with his concussion. That safety, his, if he doesn't get back on the practice field soon, I doubt he's going to be playing on Sunday. Cornerback Kevin Johnson missed, but he was not injury-related. Carl Joseph did not practice again with the hamstring. Again, not looking good. Jarvis Landry, hips and ribs. Most people, he didn't participate. Most people would say it doesn't look good, but he's a tough guy. Wouldn't be shocked if he comes back to practice on Friday and plays on Sunday, but we'll see what the Friday report shows. Linebacker Jacob Phillips with a knee, again, did not participate. Wyatt Teller with a calf. They're not expecting him to play. He did not participate. So then the players that were limited, Olivier Vernon, again, limited for the second straight day. J.C. Treader, the center, again, limited with a knee. Then you go into uh, that Larry Agunjabi abdomen was limited. He's a defensive tackle. Baker Mayfield was limited again for the second straight day. Kareem Hunt was limited again, and so was Tay Davis with an elbow. Jordan Elliott was a full participant. He's a defensive tackle. And then so was Sheldon Richardson. The defensive tackle was a full participant. So like I said, this is the antithesis of what normally happens, at least in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization, as it pertains to injury reports. The Steelers injury report always seems to get smaller from Wednesday to Thursday. The Browns has grown from Wednesday to Thursday. The big names to watch for, uh, obviously, the Cleveland Browns would be Odell Beckham Jr., Ronnie Harrison, Kareem Hunt. Uh, you look at Carl Joseph, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield. Uh, they have some big Wyatt Teller. They have some big name players that are up in the air in terms of if they're available, how healthy are they really? So Baker Mayfield with his chest, rib, shoulder injury, whatever you want to call it, he's going to play, but how effective is he going to be? How effective is he going to be when he gets popped the first time? Because let's be honest, the Steelers pass rush, if they've proven anything, in the course of four games, they might not get to you every time, but they're going to hit you. They are going to hit you. They're going to bring the pain. And is he going to be willing to stand in there and make that throw when it matters? I don't know. We shall see. But I'll tell you this, when you look at this list too, especially for the Steelers, you're looking at how, what are the potential implications of fantasy football? Well, again, I've said it a million times. It's kind of pick your poison in regards to the Steelers offense. Deontay Johnson being out, let's be honest, I don't think a lot of people are going to be inserting Deontay Johnson into their lineup based on the fact that he's been injured so much. I've took a gamble on him the past few weeks, not making that mistake again, just until he can prove that he can stay healthy for an entire game. Juju Smith-Schuster might be a guy you want to pick up. I've got a hunch about him. I had a hunch about Chase Claypool last week. I've got a hunch about Juju this week. I'll explain that more in the, on the uh Steelers preview Thursday night live on YouTube and here on our audio platforms on Friday. Derek Watt being back is good news for James Conner. The Steelers need to run the football. They need to control the clock. And if, if you're someone that has James Conner, if Derek Watt does play, 
you got to hope fingers crossed they use him because James Conner with the fullback is a completely different running back than the opposite. Now, David DeCastro being out, a lot of fans would say, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Kevin Dotson. This was an article written by Dave Schofield for behind the steel curtain.com this afternoon is the highest graded guard in terms of pass blocking, according to PFF through four games or throughout the first five weeks. That's something of note, especially because he's played a significant number of snaps. Don't forget David DeCastro didn't play in week one. Stefan Wisniewski got hurt, and uh, obviously Kevin Dotson filled in. Kevin Dotson started the whole next game against Denver, and then David DeCastro came back, but he'll be ready to step back in. So I don't think David DeCastro being out is going to be a huge deal. Eric Ebron, got a little hunch about him too. I think that he might be someone that you pick up. But in terms of Cleveland, like I said, Odell Beckham Jr., you're talking Kareem Hunt, you're talking Baker Mayfield, you're talking Jarvis Landry. I'm not saying you would start Baker Mayfield in fantasy football, but if he's the guy throwing the passes to Landry and or Beckham and or Kareem Hunt at times, that's an issue. That's an issue. It's something you're going to have to seriously think about. So Friday is going to be a very telling day for both teams, especially the Cleveland Browns. So wherever you are, make sure that you follow us on our podcast platform, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, whatever new podcast platforms out there, follow us. That way you don't miss anything like my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, the live mic on Tuesday, the Steelers Stat Geek on Thursday, and all of our PM rundown. And then our weekend shows like Steelers Brunch with Tony and the, the Touchdown Under Crew from Australia. And then, of course, the pregame show and our postgame shows, which are widely popular. Don't miss a thing by following us on all those platforms. And also, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. We have film breakdowns prediction pieces, analysis, commentary, breaking news, everything that you would need right there. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSealCurtain.com. In the meantime, stay safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers.